Hey guys, it's Roz, your host on Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. Come join me at 7pm every Sunday to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks and tips for life. Come follow me at R3NRoth. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. R3 with me, Ross. Today, well, this morning, I'm in a studio with an amazing, beautiful woman of God, whose name is Alvina Ryan. Please, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ross. Thank you for having me. This is an honor. Great. So, Miss Alvina, please tell the community, who is Miss Alvina Ryan? Who is Alvina Ryan? That's a loaded question. <laughs> so, first of all, I'm a servant of the Lord. Amen. I'm here because of his purpose. Um, but people know me as a leader. I'm a best-selling author. Yay. I'm a therapist. Amazing. <laughs> I'm a trainer or an instructor or a teacher, however you want to put it. So I do many things and I have a lot of interests. So because you have so much titles, who would you say inspired you and what inspired you to write this book? Well, I definitely have to give credit to God. So he's the only one that could inspire me to write a book on prayer. Mm -hmm. um, previous to this book, I was actually working with a publisher on writing another book. Right. But the fact that this book got released, that has to be God and it's doing phenomenal. So Mm -hmm. I'm really happy with, you know, the fact that I listened mm -hmm. to his voice. You know, he says his sheep know his voice. Right. So I'm very happy that I listened and I'm very happy that I worked with the publisher in producing this one. People who have read your book, what inspiring award have they given to you to encourage you to keep on going to do more? Well, that answer is twofold. So first of all, I pray on purpose because is, um, you know, is inspired by God, as I said before, and under his leadership, I asked a lot of my friends to participate in writing mm -hmm. um, pieces in the book. Right. So the different authors that participated in the book, they told me that they loved the experience that they didn't expect it to come out the way it did. Right. Um, and then they encouraged me to continue doing this because I encourage other people to write. Right. So that came from the authors. Mm -hmm. And then from the people buying the book, mm -hmm. some people were saying like, they didn't really know how to pray. Right. And that was kind of the point of the book. It was a whole bunch of prayers. So if you don't know how to pray, you can pray the prayer with the person, mm -hmm. or you can, you know, keep reading prayers. And then even in the forward of the book, it teaches you one method of how, how to, to pray. pray. Right. And then eventually as you practice, you will develop your own style and know how to pray. And really prayer is not a difficult thing. We make it difficult. You have to really just talk to God as if he's a friend. And so if you talk to God as if he's a friend, you will have the words to say. Great. And as you just said that people and the author came back talking about the book. What testimony can you share with some people that read the book? 
So one person that read the book, she told me that, you know, she didn't really know how to pray. And after reading the book, she started, like she was encouraged while reading the book, I should say, that to pray a little bit every day. And I was really touched by that because, you know, we know what prayer does and we know that prayer changes things because like for myself, I'm a Christian and I know the power of prayer. But when you hear someone else who wasn't used to praying, give a testimony can give a testimony that Mm -hmm. this is has started them on the journey right i was very touched by that and you know it's only a blessing you know like everything you do you want to have impact Mm -hmm. and i find that the book was impactful with christians and non-christians in order to change their prayer life and you know sometimes you know when you're in school you have an exam you know, you didn't study properly or something like that. What is the first thing that a lot of people do? They say like a little prayer, right? right. So every prayer counts. And the Mm -hmm. more you do it, the more you exercise the the prayers and pray, the more you're going to see results. So this was inspiring to me. I was thankful for the testimony. And there's plenty of testimonies um, from different people, different walks of life, different religions. I mean, I had somebody who was Muslim come and buy the book right. because really and truly a lot of us know about God. Mm-hmm. So the book is more about God and praying to God. And, you know, I was happy that other people who had other gods, their gods that they worship, they still bought the book and they still had an impact in their life. Yeah, well, for me, I can I also say that I was part of the book and to as a praying woman, it gives me hope because when I've lost my husband and you had asked to, to do that and it has to take me to a really deep place so I could find myself. So I appreciate the time that I was given the permission to be part of that book. Um, so what projects would you say that you're doing right now to show it to community? So I have different projects. I mean, one of the projects that got inspired from this book Mm -hmm. was that I started a coaching program because a lot of people, as I said before, Mm -hmm. the authors were thankful for giving an opportunity to write in the book. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some people, it awakens something inside of them because they always wanted to write. Mm -hmm. So I have one person, I know Isabel wrote her own book afterwards. And lots of other people want to write. Mm -hmm. So I started a coaching program Mm -hmm. so that people can write. And basically the basic premise is that you can write a book within 90 days and it will be ready. So I call it, uh, my coaching school is called Eagle Academy. Right. And so Alvina Ryan's Eagle Academy. And so in that um, part of the program, I help people to write books. I also coach on other things, Mm -hmm. but... This is one of the things that came off as a result of the book. Well, seeing that you said in three months, someone can write a book myself in Orion, mm-hmm. knowing that something for me, I can vouch because you could say you want to write a book and it will take you a long time to write a book, depending on the situation that you're in, right? Because right. mm-hmm. some people have lots of trauma that they are dealing with, but they would like to write about it. Some people have lots of um, misfortune in their lives that they want to write about and they, you said three months, but what's suppose that would take them five, 16 years to write? How would you be able to apply the knowledge that you have learned and the coaching that you can do to show this person? Okay, then in three months, I can, you can write as well. Well, first of all, you can't take on everybody as a client. Right. And you also have to make sure that the person is committed. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few lessons, I really explore what they're trying to write. Okay. 
And usually people have more than one book in them. So obviously I don't do necessarily the book that they want to write, but the book that is um, best to write. So that's the the difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like really and truly, um, like I met someone the other day and they were saying, you think it's for you, but <laughs> it's for me. Right. <laughs> so basically you know, your success is my success. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if I say I'm going to deliver in 90 days, well, then obviously I'm going to take on a project where I can deliver in 90 days. Speaking so, of a true coach. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so that's important to me. And, um, and you know, we work together. It's a team. So right. that's, that's how it's done. Awesome. And then talk about massage. Because we know you are a great massage therapist. You have worked with so much amazing people. And you're so humble doing it. How would you be able to tell someone that, you know, a massage is important to have? A massage would rejuvenate your body. I know it does it for me. And lots of people that I spoke to about you, I can testify that it works when I come with all my pains. So how can you apply that to people and say it's important for the mental, physical, and just well-being of themselves? Well, I think everybody should be involved in self-care. And they should know, um, they should also be involved in preventative care. So a lot of the times when people come to see me, it's because they're at the end of their rope. Right. They've gone to see a physio, they've gone to see an osteo, they're still having pain. And then someone tells them, oh, about me. And then they're like, well, what can you do for me? Right. So I don't know over the phone what I could do for you, but I could tell you, at least come, let mm -hmm. me see. Mm -hmm. um, I have a background in athletic therapy. So I worked with athletes. Uh, I worked with the Montreal Alouettes football team mm -hmm. for 15 seasons. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, you know, I check first um, what I think is the dysfunction by doing some tests, seeing where your problems lie. Then I actually use massage as the physical tool to assess. Mm -hmm. And then I work with you and explain to you your treatment protocol. So if you're willing, I think you will see a result. Mm -hmm. um, you have to have the mindset that you want to be healed, right? A lot of times you go somewhere and they tell you, oh, it's so bad and it's not going to work and it's, you know, you're messed up. Mm -hmm. I don't have that mindset. I believe the body has the capacity to Completely. heal itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you need a, a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. And my favorite analogy is like I'm a bridge. Right. And so basically, sometimes I take you from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, if your pain is in your back, mm -hmm. how are you going to help yourself on your back? Well, you could do some exercises, right. but you cannot touch your back like I could touch your back. Mm -hmm. So for those sessions, I will work on your back because you need help with your back. But at a certain point, when you do the exercises, you might not need me to help you with your back because now you've got into the space right. where you can also start participating in your therapy on an active level. So that's basically how I work. It's been 30 years I'm a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. And so I love what I do. Like my motto for myself, like my logo is purpose, passion, praise. Why did you choose that? Because that's where everything is for me. So mm -hmm. purpose, like God gives me my purpose. And when you know your purpose and you're purposeful, mm -hmm. you will have impact and you will do things that are great. How are you sure it's your purpose? This is your purpose right now. I am absolutely positive it's been my purpose to massage. I mean, everybody that receives a massage from me pretty much tells me that I have golden hands, I have magic I hands. Can, I can testify. <laughs> and, you know, I left 
for a very short period when I was, my life was not in, in the, the best space. I right. left for a very short period to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And my clients kept calling me and calling me and saying, are you back yet? Are you back yet? Are you back yet? But you wasn't ready. And I wasn't ready. Right. But, you know, even that encouragement from other people mm-hmm. is what helped me to really find my way back. Because, it, you know, it was selfish of me to not help and serve people when I have a gift. Right. So so that's the way I realized at the end, I was like, you know what, someone, even if I did it for free, mm-hmm. I should help. So I started off like that. I would start back with, you know, a friend or someone who had an emergency. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I realized how much I missed it. You know, right. I could be super tired and still do the massage because it's all ingrained right. in me. Right. So it's my passion. Mm-hmm. And now I have a passion for writing Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing. Like people ask me, you know, how could you just produce three books in a year? That kind of stuff. But I have a passion for it. So Mm -hmm. it's not a job. It's something I get up, I do writing Mm -hmm. and I enjoy it. So once you have a passion, once you have purpose Mm -hmm. and all the praise goes to him. So that's my logo, you know, and I think it ingrains me in every aspect of my life because some people say, oh, you're a therapist, you're an author, you're this, you're that. I could be as many things because no ceiling belongs to the amount of things that I can be because God gives me my purpose. Amen. Well, seeing as you can do all the things with massage and everything else, how are you able to maintain that part of you in your mental self to be able to serve the community that you're serving? Well, mental health is super important. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to take care of yourself, your space. You know, I learned a long time ago in church uh, when when it comes to prayer that you have to empty yourself Mm -hmm. before you pray for someone else. So if you're going to pray for someone else, you have to have come from a good space. You Mm -hmm. don't bring in all your burdens and all your pain. So it's the same thing that I do um, for therapy. I make sure that I'm centered and then I can help. And um, and that way it goes forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's awesome. So that means that you take time for yourself and what little nuggets can you share that you, how do you take care of yourself? Yes, thank you. I forgot I had to answer <laughs> that part of the question. So for myself, I, take, I, I get regular massages. Mm-hmm. So that's um, part of my self-care. I also take care of my skin. So I make sure to, you know, properly exfoliate and to dry brush and, you know, I add paraffin. So I take care of my skin. Mm -hmm. Another part is exercise. So my bachelor's degree is, is exercise science. And then I did a specialty in athletic therapy. Mm -hmm. So I exercise, I walk every day. I did my 10,000 steps. Awesome. I recently picked up running. Let's I thought, go, Alvina. Let's go, Miss Alvina. <laughs> I thought I couldn't run. I didn't run for like 20 years. And all of a sudden, I did a, a mini marathon. Yay! So I was very happy about that. Awesome. But all of these things are very important. You have to take care of yourself. Like, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Even to make sure that I'm ready to take on the day with my children. Right. You have to be in a right space. You take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you have so much more to give to others. So for me, prevention is better than the cure. Mm-hmm. So I live by those principles. Awesome. Awesome. And do you say that about your book, you have done a scholarship. Elaborate a little about your scholarship that you have given and, and how can we get involved or the community get involved with your scholarship? 
So I was so excited about this. Um, you know, again, with this first book, this first book birthed many things. So mm -hmm. I had the intention from the beginning to create a scholarship. And I was put in touch with this lady called Petal mm -hmm. from Woodco. Right. And she's just a, a, a joy. She's a really a nice person. Very kind-hearted. <laughs> Very kind -hearted. Very soft. <laughs> and um, then uh, at the time, Joan, who is now the Woodcup president, uh, she was in charge of the scholarship. So I spoke with her and we created um, the Empowered w Women Scholarship Award. Right. And, um, you know, all of the criteria you can find on the WIPCA website or you can call me. Right. But basically, uh, you have to have an 80% or above. So it's an academic scholarship mm -hmm. and it goes to a young lady right. who is completing her secondary studies. Mm -hmm. And she's allowed to go into trade school, right. CGIP or university to qualify for this award. And this year, we went, awarded the first winner in hey. September. I was so excited. Awesome. And it went to Vanessa Manthrop. Okay. And she was so deserving. A university student, she works very hard. She gives back to the community. And so it was such a great pleasure to award her the first scholarship. Mm -hmm. And in the future, I would love to create other scholarships because I really believe in giving back. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of people say, well, why does the first one have to be 80% and above? Or well, that's that. the way we started. You have to start somewhere. Right. So I gave an academic scholarship, mm -hmm. but I would love for um, the next one to be based on need, maybe. So not necessarily because not everybody has the academics, mm -hmm. but they might have a great need for a scholarship. And really, you know, not every child has the grades at first, but they have the desire and the willingness and maybe their situation right. um, doesn't enable them to, you know, study properly. But once they are given the right mentorship and the right tools, mm -hmm. they can really thrive. So, you know, if anybody out there is willing to discuss and help build these scholarship programs, right. and right now they're in association with WIPCA, mm -hmm. I would love to speak with you. Let's, awesome. let's really build our community and mm -hmm. let's, Let's grow these types of programming because when you're successful and you're doing well, you should always remember where you came and from give and back. give back. Yes, and you get it. So you said that um, you want to build a scholarship. Who can be part of the scholarship to receive it? Do they have to be a WIPCAR member or do they have to be someone from the local community where we live or in Montreal, generally speaking? Right. So... I believe in giving back to the community. So right now it is a local scholarship. So I know you have international listeners, right. but it is something that we developed here in Montreal. As I said, I'm in partnership with WIPCA, mm -hmm. which is the West Island Black Community Association. Right. So if you want to know all of the requirements, the best thing is to go onto their site or to give me a call right. and we'll be happy to share with you the criteria and 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 the and the requirements the one thing that i do want to mention though this award at the moment is for a female mm -hmm. and the reason being that i pray on purpose book was written by women for oh, women man. that was how it was conceived but thankfully yeah. lots of men what? know some empowered women <laughs> and they're married to empowered women awesome. and they too support the whole thing. So mm -hmm. even though it's, it started, as I said, we will create other scholarships, but this one 
was based on where, where the book was leading at the time. Mm -hmm. And so therefore it is a female only scholarship at the moment that has been created. But we would love to create other scholarships. And as I said, if you want more information, just get in touch with me. Guys, as I heard, you have to get in touch with Ms. Alrena Ryan or go on Webker um, website and you can get all the information there that she have just spoke about. So you talked about so many things. You're so driven and you have so much text. You, know. you are a clearly driven woman, but where do you find your strength from and how do you keep on going? Well, I'm, my strength comes from the Lord. I have to tell you that. I know some people don't believe that, but that's where my strength comes from. Um, you know, again, an analogy, you know, God is the vine or Jesus is the vine and we're the branches, right? So that's what it says. So if you're not connected to the vine, you just wither and die off. And so my strength comes from God and everything that I've been doing in the last bit, it's really from him. Great. Beautiful. Well said. Um, you are a coach. Do you think that people need to mentor? I can't tell you what you need, but I can really tell you for myself that mentorship is an excellent thing to have in your life. I personally have a few mentors. Um, there was a point in my life I was doing a lot of speeches. I went to learn how to speak. Mm -hmm. I was coached personally by Les Brown. And that took off my speaking career. I spoke mainly in my industry, in the spa industry. I went internationally um, through Canada, US, giving speeches in right. my niche. Mm -hmm. And so Les Brown is one of my mentors, for right. example. Mm -hmm. But I have mentors in every aspect of my life. And I think for myself, it helps push me because when you're an entrepreneur, you don't really have someone saying, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. You need to know for yourself what to do. So having someone as an example of what they've accomplished is part of my drive. It helps me to see where I am and, and where I want to be. Right. And mentors, what's great about them is that they see things that you might not see for yourself. Mm -hmm. So they push you into places mm -hmm. where, you know, they're not jealous of you. They're no. really trying to help you achieve to the next level. So I think mentors are important. You have to decide if a mentor is important. Mm -hmm. Well, you have said everything I think we needed to ask, but one thing I want to go back on is said, what skill have you learned and strength in the past two years? And you say it's God, but so, say for example, someone comes to you and said, how, how were you sure that you have to do that? What, what given you that drive to say, you know, well, yes, I need to do that. Did you listen to God? Did you take the time to be still? Or is it because of what was happening in your life? You had to go to him because there was no other way or other places to be than to find yourself in that space. Well, I definitely listen to God. I mean, at first you might not want to listen, but he kind of wakes you up and you have to listen. <laughs> so, you know, it all started with him. It's all inspired by him. Um, you know, the fact that there's three books in less than a year, I became best-selling author. This all has to be part of his divine plan. And the latest book, I Testify on Purpose, is, is supposed to come out by the end of this year. Mm -hmm. And again, like the first book was all about prayer. And the sister book now, I Testify on Purpose, because is all about testimonies right. because as you start to partake in his goodness and his grace, things happen in your life. 
And then you're there, your purpose is to testify about these things, to bring other people in alignment so that they can know about his goodness and his grace. So this is all part of the mission. And, you know, you ask me, how do you know? You just know, you know, like sometimes when people find a partner and they say, well, how did you know he was the one? They just know. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. I just know that massage is part of my purpose. This whole book writing thing is part of my purpose. And why? Because I'm supposed to bring more people, connect more people. This is part of the mission. Connection. Connection, community. Exactly. Right. What legacy or impact would you like to leave in the world? Well, the books will be part of my legacy for sure. When I'm gone, they will still be here. People can still read the pages. I mean, that is definitely, you know, when you're an author, books are part of your legacy. Mm -hmm. But I think my biggest legacy will be for my children and that they will be able to sustain themselves and that people will see me in them. So all the stuff that I've taught them, everything, everybody I've impacted, that they will take those lessons and they will be better than me. So as a teacher, as a trainer, when I have students, I'm teaching them massage, for example, My goal is that they become the best that they could be. And often they surpass me. So again, with my children and their my legacy is that they will be impacted by me and people will see the legacy through what them. What you left, left behind. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I think that your legacy will continue for sure. I hope so. <laughs> with <laughs> grandchildren and children to come, with right? My grandchildren, my great grandchildren, great grandchildren, etc., etc. But I know with recharge, rebuild, and restore is the name of this podcast, as you know. Uh, what season would you say you're in right now? I think I'm in restored. Why? Um, because recharge would be the beginning, and I'm way past that. Right rebuilding is when i was rebanding so when i changed from becoming a massage therapist to being an advisor to being an author Mm. that was the rebuilding phase of finding out who i was and all of the pieces and all of the nuggets learned impact what i'm doing now so nothing is lost so restored is like i'm in a good space and i'm just you know i you never stop growing But I'm really in a space, a season where impact is where I'm I'm going. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, she's in a restored guy. She's mm-hmm. being restored. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> okay. So we always ask our guests, you can do one thing for us. Either you can do uh, uh, encouraging words you can give to the audience, mm-hmm. to maybe to whatever it is, or you can give a proper quote, a poem, or a song. Mm-hmm. Pick one and you can share it with us. I would love to do a Bible verse. Okay. <laughs> um, I discovered this Bible verse um, this year, actually, mm-hmm. and I just love it. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite text, but yeah. it's one of my favorite texts. Mm-hmm. And it's taken from 1 Peter 2, verse 9. And, you know, it really helps you to understand your purpose. Right. So that's that's why it's important verse. So First Peter 2 verse 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, mm-hmm. that ye should shew forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness 
into his marvelous light. Amen. So of mine as well. Perfect. So, so for people who don't understand their purpose, mm -hmm. God even tells you right That's here right. who you are, who you are, That's right? A chosen generation, mm -hmm. a royal priesthood, mm -hmm. a peculiar people. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Right. I mean, when I read this, I read it almost, you know, once a week at least <laughs> before going to bed. And I and I remind myself of who I am and whose I am. Amen. So where can we find Miss Alvina Ryan? Well, the best place to find me is on my website. And my website is authoralvinaryan.com. Mm -hmm. So A-U-T-H-O-R-A-L-V-I-N-A-R-Y-A-N.com. Awesome. And is there any new projects that's in the work we need to know about? New projects in the work. Well, the, the new book, I Testify on Purpose Because, is full of testimonies. And this time, it's men and women writers. So Can't not wait. just women. And it is so impactful. There is stories on abuse. There is stories on you know, people dying. Mm -hmm. There is stories. I don't even want to tell you all of what's in the book. You have to read it. If you want to see guys, this is just see her face. I was lighting <laughs> up right now. If you want to see testimonies of how God is good, it is written as a devotional. So it starts with a Bible text, but then it goes right into the story mm -hmm. and it always leaves you with impact of how things have happened in people's life. But God is so faithful. So amazing. God is so amazing. Mm -hmm. He is so just. Yes. And even in your darkest times and trials, I can testify. He shows up. Yes, he shows up. And now she blesses with the song. So this is a song I used to sing in Joy Bells. <laughs> and um, my my sister at the time was the leader and this was my signature song so i'm taking you back <laughs> oh i want to be remembered as the girl who sang her song for jesus christ who was willing to lay down her life and do his will no matter what the price Oh, I'm singing for the deaf man who will hear about salvation through my song. And I'm singing for the blind man who will see the light in me and come along. Live for Jesus, that's what matters. And when other houses crumble, mine is strong. Live for Jesus, that's what matters. That you see the light in me and come along. Only for you, Miss Ross, that I'm singing on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> for me. I, I know that. And I know I can, I can get a lot of stuff. So I'm I'm super excited. I thank you so much, Miss Alina Ryan. My oh man, I just want to say I appreciate you for taking the time this morning to talk with us and um to bless us with your voice. 
I, I'm just so grateful. I pray that whatever you're sowing, that you continue to be blessed and overflow and that you can come and continue to give back to your community. And please come back and, and, and enlighten us again with so much more of your inspiration that you have to offer the world. So um, God bless you and keep on shining and, and keep on doing well. Thank you. And thank you so much for having you, me on your program. I appreciate what you're doing. This is a good work, um, doing stuff for the community as well. And I would like to just leave with everyone here a free ebook. So if you're interested, you could get a free ebook on my website on purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a free download ebook. And um, my website is author Alvina ryan.com just download the the ebook it's on purpose finding your purpose it's so important that you do know your purpose in life so that you can make um wise decisions and good choices as well so thank you and thank you Roz, for having me on this program and i want to tell everybody please stay blessed thank you so much Ms. Alvina Ryan, and you have a great day <laughs> It is not enough to have lived. We should be determined to live for something. The path of our destination is not always a straight one. We go down the wrong road. We get lost. We turn back. Maybe it doesn't matter which road we embarked on. Maybe what matters is that we are embarked. Seeking fulfillment and happiness. Just because they are not on your road does not mean they are gotten lost. The heart of human excellence often begins to beat when you discover a pursuit that absorbs you, frees you, challenges you, or gives you a sense of meaning, joy, or passion.